am Joe Longo, an intuitive mindset and manifestation coach and oracle card reader. It is my intention to inspire you to create and manifest your best reality. And every single day, I'm going to be here to help you start your day on the right foot with a little shot of inspiration or a question or something to ponder to keep your mind going in the direction of creating your best reality. And this is your daily shot of inspiration. What's going on, everybody? So it's Friday, and I got an interview for you. And I, I talked about this before, and I'm going to talk about it again, and I'll probably talk about it again and again and again. Um, and it's the idea that I sometimes forget that this is my show, and I get to do things the way that the way that I want to do things. And I appreciate you all for being here, and for showing up, and for sharing, and be part, being part of this community. And this morning yesterday morning on Thursday, I had um, Jeff K.D. Myers on my podcast. We did an interview. Jeff and I worked together in the in a coaching environment. I've done some videography work with K.D., and I'm going to re- refer to Jeff from here on through as K.D. And in the interview, in the podcast, he shares about where K.D. came from, and you know, we worked together in a coaching environment and before the pandemic, I did some video work with him and I got to know a little bit of his story and then the pandemic happened and it was like he was building all of this stuff from a life of work that he's been doing in both the yoga world and the medical world because KD's a doctor. And I say that because it's like, here are two worlds and how are they playing together, right? So, so check this out and then I'm going to kind of bring it all, bring it all in. So Katie is a physician, an acupuncturist, an educator with an extensive background in rehabilitation medicine and a holistic approach to medicine, the arts and spirituality. He received his doctor of medicine from the University of Colorado School of Medicine he completed his postdoctoral training in physical medicine and rehabilitation at the University of Pennsylvania and has practiced Western and integrative medicine for over 25 years. He's also served as co-director of Dharma Mitra's Life of a Yoga Teacher training. Katie's medical practices specialize in musculoskeletal, that's hard to say, medicine and pain management. And he has led a multidisciplinary team focused on an integrative approach to pain management. He teaches internationally on topics related to rehabilitation, medicine, stress management, resilience, yoga, Ayurveda, acupuncture, somatic typology, constitutional diagnosis, body reading, meditation, and somatic practices, and has experience in the relationship of archetypes, and music to extend consciousness. He received the certification in psychedelic therapies and research from the California Institute of Integral Studies and completed ketamine-assistant psychotherapy training through multiple programs. For the last 25 years, he has led seminars and classes that explore the interrelationship of biology and consciousness to the arts, science, and spirituality. That's a lot right? That's a lot of good stuff. And as I've been working with Jeff, I'm like, 
I need to have you on the podcast so we can talk about this so you can get you out into the world. And as you know, I started this by saying I did this video work with Jeff in 2018, 2019, maybe it was right. It was before everything shut down and he was building this whole big body of work and then everything shut down. And that whole big body of work was really this thing to like be in front of people and teach people and share, right? This knowledge and wisdom with them. And then, you know, everything got shut down like it did for all of us. And now here we are, right? We're coming back and I might be like, wow, it's almost 2024. It sure is. And we're still just coming back and being like, wow, how do I represent this to the world? How do I represent myself to the world? In what way do I want to do that? And that's some of the things that, you know, I work with a lot of my clients with. And as Jeff, KD, and I have been, you know, working together, our last session, I was like, be on the podcast and let's talk about what you do and where this all came from and talk about some events that you have coming up. So you all get, get to know him a little bit better. And now here's the interesting thing that we started talking and he started telling a great story and he held up a, uh, what I thought was a deck of Oracle cards. And he started talking about the Divine Mother and these transmissions that he receives from the Divine Mother. And in that split second, I thought that he created an Oracle deck that was literally inspired by these transmissions. But it, it was not. And he was telling this beautiful story and somehow the recording got cut off and it just stopped recording. So there's a fun little bit about how information comes through and it just flows through that totally got cut out. And I want to be like, oh man, could we go back? But we really couldn't go back. So I try when we come into the into the show, you know, to kind of summarize where we are and what he was talking about. So if you're like, what are you, what the hell are these guys talking about? That's that's what happened at the beginning of the episode. Now with all of that being said, I want to tell you that I put all of KD's links down in the show notes. Really quick, before we get into the episode, the Lionsgate Portal Kundalini class is happening on August 8th in Zoom from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Come hang out. We're going to move our body. We're going to open up our heart. We're going to set our intentions. We're going to dive into that Lionsgate portal and really connect to the magic that is within us and all around us to start creating or continue creating our best reality. Now I'm going to reel it all in. Thank you all for being here. Hit all of the links in the show notes. Go follow KD and be inspired by this conversation. Thanks for being here. I'll see you all tomorrow. So we're back again. We Who knows what we got in that first <laughs> bit. But we're on a trip to India with KD. So here we go. We're back again. Okay. Um, so we've so got, you met a woman on the train, on the, on the plane. From that, she invites you to pretty much Krishna's birthday. Party right? at an ashram. That's right. right. At, outside at a, of Delhi. At a, at a Sikh ashram outside of Delhi. So take, take it from there. Right. So, you know, what she said is that it's, um, it's, it's, it's Krishna Janmashtami, Krishna's birthday. And so the way that we celebrate, the way that we get the blessing and the darshan is out in the um, open area in the backyard. There's a little baby Krishna doll. That's in a cradle, almost like a baby Jesus would be in a manger type of thing. And she said, and what you do is you go up to the baby Krishna and you rock baby Krishna in the cradle. 
And that's how you get the blessing. And I thought, oh, that's really cute. You know, it's like you get to rock a baby in the cradle. And I would watch all these little children go up and, uh, you know, rock this baby in the cradle. And I thought, okay, I'll go and do that. So I went up to the cradle and I rocked the baby, Krishna, in the cradle. And I said, okay, I did my first thing in India now. You know, and now I can go on to the bigger and more important things that I wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when took a taxi at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. back to my hotel. And, um, you know, I then went on to do all these other adventures. And I thought that, you know, I'd gone there to sit with Papaji and things. I thought all these other things were like much more important than that first um, experience I had that night. And when I came back from India, you know, I, I might have talked about this for the first month or two of one of the things that I did, but I totally forgot about it because it just didn't seem as important as these other saints' tombs that I had gone to or sat with these gurus and stuff like that. And so I was in a, um, a uh, meditation group, um, Diamond Heart. Some of you may know it with the teacher A.H. Almas. And I was at a retreat five years later. So we're taking ourselves ahead five years later. And it had been like a 10-day retreat. And the last night of the retreat, there was a big party. And they were playing all kinds of music, like everything from like Nine Inch Nails to classical music to Krishna Das. And the last song of the night was a Hare Krishna song by uh, Krishna Das. Um, you know, it was the Maha Meltdown, whatever he calls it. Mm-hmm. And so it was the last song, you know, it was just, it was great. And I enjoyed it. I was very excited, but there wasn't really anything more special than the other, um, you know, songs that played to me. And I went back to the cottage that night and went to bed. And that night happened to be the night of my birthday that I was going from the night before into my birthday day. And so I just went back to bed and went to sleep. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and there was this implosion in my consciousness that took me back to that moment when I was rocking this baby Krishna in the cradle. And I realized that I was the baby Krishna and that I was rocking myself in my own cradle and that I didn't need anyone else to rock my cradle anymore. And that I was free. And uh, from that day, I started having these visions of Krishna like this. This blue energy would come to me and everything I would look at would be blue. Or I'd just be walking down the street and I would just feel this darshan come from the blueness of Krishna. And I fought it because I was like a non-dual person. It was like, this is ridiculous. You know, this, uh, this deity is coming to me. And I was worried like, Am I mentally ill or, or things like this? All this kind of crazy stuff. And so I would push it away because in my mind, you know, I would go back to the words of what Ramana Maharshi, the famous Indian, um, you know, guru would say that anything um, that's not in dreamless sleep is not real. And so I wanted to be real. So any creations of my mind, including this, I thought these are just creations of the mind. I want to push them away. So I was having this grace and this bliss and this love and all this stuff come to me and I was pushing it away. It was just like crazy, but it kept coming to me. So take us again a couple years later when um, I went to another retreat. And in this retreat, 
I, it wasn't during the retreat. It was in the off times. I was doing meditation and I'm sitting in meditation and this blueness comes into my meditation and my mind just says, oh, that's just the Lord Krishna. That's just the Krishna vision. You can push that away and just, you know, try and just let yourself relax deeper. And this voice came to me that said, this is not Lord Krishna. This is the shield of David. And you carry the shield of David. And your father carries the shield of David. And your grandfather carries the shield of David. But you're the only one who in, knows how to use it in that group. And I'm like, shield of David, shield of David. What is the shield of David? And so after the meditation, I went on a Joe Campbell site that I had seen it because I, I was a... I'm interested in Joe Campbell some. And the shield of David, I understood, was the star of David, the star of King David, you know, which was, um, you know, the the symbol of Judaism. And I um, had been really away, you know, from my Judaism for decades. And, you know, I was studying Hinduism and Buddhism and all these kind of things. And, um, uh, and, and, and what I realized what happened to me was that I had the archetypal experience of the return of the prodigal son to the father. You know, that I had gone away from these roots out searching for these other and better things. And here I was brought back to the shield of King David. And uh, after that, you know, I just started having all of these different visions coming to me um, from many different traditions, which you know, happens to me regularly now, you know, on a, on a daily basis. And uh, I don't push them away anymore. That was the beginning of um, taught me a big lesson about um, what we know about the mind and ourselves and about everything. So, so I'm so curious because as everybody heard in the, in the, the little intro bio, you're an MD. How does the mind of a medical doctor start perceiving all of this. I love it that you said, am I going crazy? Right? Yes. How, what, what was that like? Because there are times for me, right, where I'm like, okay, so I'm talking to Archangel Michael. Am I fucking crazy? <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's that like, how, how was that for you? Well, it was shocking, you know, and of course, when I was in a setting where it was safe, you know, if I was in a workshop or a ceremony or a meditation retreat or something like that. Um, I, you know, it was, it was wonderful because I really felt that I could express all of myself and we can talk about the Virgin Mary now or another time about it, but just, um, you know, just uh, how just these things, if, if I was in the right set and setting and it was safe, then I just became very empowered. But of course, that wasn't what my identity was. You know, my daily identity was kind of like, quote unquote, and I say this as a joke, but like Clark Kent, you know, I'm going into the newspaper every day. I'm going to my medical practice where, you know, there's this expectation that I'm going to act a certain way, that I'm going to be professional in a certain way, that, um, you know, I'm going to um, hide or cut off certain parts of myself, you know, that um, that might not fit, you know, into the, the identity that I created as a doctor. Mm -hmm. So it was, a, it was a, a, a struggle. You know, I tried to, of course, you know, as a practicing doctor, I really wanted to be open-hearted with people and felt that, you know, 
the patient doctor relationship was more than just, you know, me writing a prescription for things. But, you know, the medical um, field is doesn't really support that that much, you know, especially these days where, you know, you're supposed to be in and out of a room with somebody very quick and you're supposed to make decisions very, very quickly. And, uh, and, and it really wasn't about, you know, the, the patient care, the, the connecting with people. So I made, I just made a short story long, but it really upset the apple cart about everything that I knew. And it was uh, something that had taken me a long, took me a long time to integrate, you know, Mm -hmm. in a way that I felt I could really be real and, uh, and, and, and express all of myself. So that first trip to India was, you said it's, 96? 96, yeah. 96. And now here we are, 2023. <laughs> um, so much has changed just in, in the, the world. Like even like you said, like the airports, right, is different. And just, you know. Totally all of, different. All of that is different. How do you feel now with everything, right, that it's like – the, this realization that that first trip, that first event that you really did and was like, oh, you know, I did a thing, right? And then it comes back to be like this realization. When that, when you dropped into that space of, I think you may have said like a rebirth, a rediscovery, right? Yes, a return. To a the return. Essence. Yes, a, a return to it. Um, did you want to like scream (laughs) (laughs) um and i asked that because it's like it's like oh my goodness this was amazing why did it take me this long to realize it right was did you have any of that internal struggle sure and of course the mind just creates all these kinds of uh, stories and goes back into all of that garbage you know all that conditioning that um you know had been there for you know decades and so it was a real lesson and you know i i would watch myself you know flip back and forth for um especially you know of course during those years between the um you know right 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 before i had the king david uh realization like there was a lot of struggling with these visions and things they would come and like like i said like you said you know am i mentally ill am i can i function and this and that um but you know shortly after that um there was these realizations continued to come and i had a period where really i felt i was protected and um you know it has to do like i said with this with the virgin mary story and i can talk a little bit about that um, but, uh, or, or whatever else, wherever else. Right. So, no, I, I, I love this segue and segueing in with the idea of protection because I think it's really important as I like to say our superpowers come online as we start realizing, right, that we have connections to all of this awareness that is within us. It also opens us up that we do need to be protected a little bit. So, Let's with that protection, let's roll into Mother Mary showing up. Sure. So this was actually shortly. So with that King David um, revelation or revelation or realization or whatever you want to call it, what the message was that the shield of David is the compassion of King David. And this compassion isn't just like an, 
typically what we think of as compassion, like, oh, I, I feel for you. It's a qualityless compassion that has no qualities that supports the universe and that that would support me whether or not I even believed it or whether or not I even recognized it being there and that it was there and available at all the times, even if I, you know, wasn't aware of it or didn't believe it or whatever else. And so with that, shortly afterward, I was in, uh, in, in the same retreat. And what we were doing, we were singing songs. You know, it was a song circle. And um, in that group, I had, um, I, I, was, I was singing my heart out in the group. And um, someone came up to me from behind and there's a, this, is a, this is a good story because there was a big lesson here for me, and it, it's often, you know, it was very helpful for um, other people who I shared with this. So I was singing my heart out to this song and just feeling, you know, being like the little kid and expressing all of my joy and excitement. And someone came up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder. And immediately I thought I did something wrong. And I felt this self-hatred and shame, like in that instant of just someone tapping me on the shoulder. And I turned around and I looked and I said, did I do something wrong? And they looked at me with this big smile and they said, no, you didn't do anything wrong. We want to bring you up in the front of the room and sing for you and sing a song for you. And so he brought me up to the front and everybody was singing and clapping. And so I went from this place of the lowest of the low to this place where everyone was like, you know, singing and, and celebrating me. And while I was up there on the wall, um, I could actually, I'm going to step away for a second because I'm going to bring you the painting that was there. Mm -hmm. And so on the wall, there was this painting of a woman in red um, riding a rooster, right, uh -huh. with a crown on her head. And something just said to me, I just I said, oh, that's the Virgin Mary, like, you know, just out of nowhere. And like I told you, you know, like my background was Jewish. So like, even though I studied these other things, it wasn't like I had, you know, some relationship to Mother Mary you know, like I, I liked the idea of her, but it, I, you know, it, it, it wasn't, you know, she, she wasn't someone who I prayed to or, or had as someone who I meditated around or anything like that. And so um, people were singing. And then when, after the song was done and I went back to my seat, I sat down and Mary then appeared to me in a vision. She was this vision of like golden, a golden um, rain that was coming through me with with rubies and diamonds and emeralds and sapphires like of light and i was just sitting there and out of nowhere i couldn't have i couldn't have thought of this myself i just sat there and i said divine mother make me the husband you always wanted like where did this come from you know like i couldn't have dreamed this up and at that moment she did and i had this huge energy you know awakening this huge whatever you would call it, a kundalini awakening or, um, um, you know, opening of all of the channels and just had this shower of, um, of, of, of 
energy of the divine mother come through me. She just took, took me over. And, um, and that evening I was given a song by her, the first words of the song, you know, which is something that had continued, you know, to happen for decades. So it was just this incredible thing where, um, this, this, this symbol, you know, this deity, this archetype, this, um, the, that, you know, the, the definition of an archetype, and I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to get too heady, but it's like, is that, you know, a symbol that's a portal to the transcendent. And I didn't believe in these things, you know, but uh-huh. the mind works in ways that we'll never understand. We'll don't, never don't you think it's interesting that it's like the things that we don't believe in, right? Like you're studying non-duality and then all of a sudden it's like the universe is like, okay, here you go. Look at all of this. Right? <laughs> And I find myself kind of in that same space. Like I sit here and I'm like, I literally was like, I love the idea of like channeling and connecting and all of it. But I'm also super skeptical. I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. Like, uh-huh. like all bullshit. And now I sit here and I'm like, oh man, this is happening to me because I was that, you know, like the sure, questioning. It's amazing. And like, and it's like, here we go. Um, and with, you know, all of that, because I don't want to forget. I don't know if you can tell what is on my shirt here. My my vision isn't that good, so I'm looking it, here. It's a rooster. <laughs> I love it. So I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. There, there you go. And then there you, know, you like go. The signs. It's it's everything. It's everywhere. And it's the more everywhere. that we, I think, can let go the more we we open up to let the messages flow flow through absolutely <laughs> so thank you for the the stories i freaking love them couple of things because of the recording right i'm not sure if if the your new oracle card deck showed up or not in this recording um but all of this kind of started with you know, the, the, the messages of the divine mother in that card. And then as you're saying this and for everybody that's listening, Katie and I work together in like a coaching environment. And some of this I think is maybe to see how coaching with me works because again, that's like the the channel opens, right. And things just start flowing through and Katie, as you're talking, and I know that we're doing this so you can share some of the events and things that you have going on. I'm also wondering why you just have a freaking story night with KD. Like just hang out (laughs) with, I have a perfect idea. This is another episode that's on here. Jason from the Yerba crew, Yerba Mate. I don't know if you're familiar with Mata tea. Yes, yes. But, right, uh-huh. so it's a tea that you just sit down and you talk and hang out and you drink the tea. And he's been putting on amazing events in the Philadelphia area of just community coming together and having tea. Uh-huh. There should be a community gathering with tea and KD and just tell these stories, man. Like this is – these two stories, three stories are like – I'm just like this is great stuff <laughs> right here. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I have I have a lot of stories, let me tell you. <laughs> Right, right. And it's like, why not? You know, if if the opportunity, if you're out there listening, anybody and you want a great storyteller that is actually lived, not like this is what was in that book over there that I read about here. I did it. I experienced it. Reach out to KD as I'm just throwing him under the bus. You're like, give this guy a call and have him come talk to you. Um, I'd be happy to. It's <laughs> of course it's that going through the um like the flow and it seems like your whole life you've been flowing right with it 
And I'm still, I'm going to keep coming back. As all of this stuff is happening, you're seeing patients, right? Yes, you're going yes, to your yeah. practice. You're doing that. Was there a time where you were like, you felt like, what is, not that I'm crazy, but for me, when I was doing my Kundalini training, I would do, you know, the weekends of teacher training and feel awesome feel like I got the shit beat out of me, all of the things, right? <laughs> but felt great. And then I would go into the office, right? Being the IT director. And it was such a drastic shift that I was like, I can't, I can't play in these two worlds anymore. Because it's like almost killing me in mm -hmm. the, how mm -hmm. over here, everything is great. And I see like the potential over here, right, where society is like, you need to be here, you need to have this job, you need to do this. All I see is like misery and suffering and people that don't want to be there. That Was there a time when you were like really in it and getting these things that this side of your life was maybe fighting with this side or in a way pushing, kind of like you said earlier, right, this, this pushing, like I'm not listening to this. When was it that you actually was like, I'm... I got, this is me, all of me. Well, to be honest with you, it's really happening now. Like, you know, I was able to kind of maintain these two worlds, but I realized that, you know, there, that my identity as a doctor was still the identity that I was living in. You know, not that it was when you walked up to me, you know, I, the, the, the way I dress, the jewelry I wear, all that stuff, that came from that first night with the Divine Mother. I said, make, you the, make me the husband you always wanted. I, I've been dressing for her since that, since that day, you know? Now, of course, I don't wear this in the office, but everywhere else. So I, I, I would put the, these, these my, 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 my clothes on and, I, and, and the jewelry when I was outside, and, and it was to celebrate her. But, you know, there was still this this duality you know with with my medical work and kind of i wouldn't say keeping it secret people knew i was into meditation of course i i, I have uh, my practice does integrative medicine you know um so um i was i still um you know i had some some connections but it's really just been in the last two years where i feel like my identity has shifted you know where instead of the weight and the grounding being as a physician, it's kind of like blended more and that, that my identity is, is at least as much in these, uh, in this, 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 these other um, aspects of myself and even more. So it was, it was to give up, I think like the narcissism um, that came, that comes with my identity as a doctor. And I don't say that in the sense that I'm, I'm just this narcissistic, you know, hard personality, but just, it was what kind of like I protected myself with. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm letting some of that protection go away and allowing myself to be more vulnerable and have all of this, when I walk into the office, it, it's a different experience. You know, it's like, okay, can I be all of this and still be a doctor, you know, without having to have this, um, this, these other aspects of the identity that might not, you know, be as open. So it's really happening right now. And this is part of the lesson. Even me coming out, quote unquote, or, um, you know, being seen on these podcasts and things and talking mm -hmm. about these things. You know, it's, um, it's part of my acceptance of that and integration of that. That's beautiful. And for everybody that is listening, um, if you notice, right, 
the trip to India was 96. Yes. 2023, right? <laughs> yeah. So for everybody that is out there, right, it doesn't have to happen right away, right? It could be this process of time that it takes, right, of growing into and expanding to allow ourselves to become whatever it might be that we're becoming. And I love how you, you said that, right, that, that coming out, because it is like this coming out, this like, there is this part of me. Right. And I really love this part of me. And sometimes I think this part of me might be batshit crazy, too. <laughs> right. And in embracing that and the more we can step into it, right, it's like more the divine mother, the universe starts showing up and says, here, here's a little more. Here's a little more for you. Here's a little more. And we have to have that that courage, that strength to keep going and really be like, all right, this is it. This is me. You're either going to get it or you're not. And if you don't, that's okay. Totally okay. But I, I have to be, I have to be this guy who I truly am. So thank you, you know, for sharing that, for sharing your, your stories. And as we're, we're just rolling and rolling and rolling, I want to make sure that we talk about some things that you have coming up literally this Sunday, Saturday, yes, Sunday, this, this Sunday, um, I'm I'm teach, co-teaching an Accu Slumber, an Accu Sleep class at South Philly Community Acupuncture on Passiunk at Tasker, where we're working with helping people um, get better sleep. Um, Lauren um, Lauren O'Brien, who's um, co-teaching, she's going to do acupuncture while I talk about different things that we can do, you know, integrative types of things, holistic things to help us sleep better. That's and so that's this Sunday. That's awesome. Um, and then, are you sure that's this Sunday? That's this Sunday. And then next Tuesday. Is the I, Connecting with Love? Yes, exactly. It's oh, songs, okay. songs and stories and meditations with the Divine Mother, which I'll be doing out in Doylestown at the Boy Scout Center there through SusanDuvalSeminars.com. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be offering some of the music that the Divine Mother has um, brought through me, as well as tell some stories there about, uh, about her. And we'll do some meditations and, uh, and really just connect in with the heart and connect in with the love, because we all love that, right? Who doesn't, who doesn't love connecting with the love? <laughs> right, right. That's so um, awesome and exciting, you know, to hear um, that you are, right, stepping out. Because I bet you, <laughs> right, it's, um, tell me about, um, performing, singing in front of people for you. What's that like? <laughs> well, you know, it's, um, it's, it's something bigger than me that's coming through me. Mm -hmm. So, and you know that we've been talking about that. And so I really feel I'm in service to these songs. You know, I have like 20 some songs now that have come through me from the divine mother. And, you know, they, most of them have come like, with all the words, you know, and I just kind of have to move them around. But um, I feel like I'm, I'm in service to her. So, but you know, there's times when I'm like terrified when I think about my identity, like I'm not a musician or, you know, all these, these I'm nots or I shoulds or, or who's doing this. But really, I feel it's in service. So I go and I do it. And it's, a, it's always wonderful, you know, and it really teaches me, you know, the lesson over and over. You know, to just uh, let let um, these other 
these other parts come through. But, you know, the, the old conditioned KD is still there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just with all these other facets also there. And, you know, and, and, and I understand how much better that I don't have to believe all the things that that old KD thinks about himself or how he manifests. And so it's really embracing all of it, embracing all the aspects of myself and all the aspects of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that just hearing the story, your stories and, and knowing you and just your tradition, right? Going from and being right a, a Jewish man. Yes. Exploring all of the things and having this intense relationship with the divine mother, yes. right? It's like you were just floating through everything, getting little bits of all of the goodness. And isn't that really kind of like non-duality, right? Sure. It, it, it's it, embracing all of it. Exactly. Same, same. As right. Say. You know, it's, all of them are the same. Um, you know. as these things were happening, cause I know for me, as things are happening, I also be like, really like now you're showing up. Has <laughs> that like been like, really the divine mother you're here. Um, <laughs> have you had that like kind of experience, but then also realize, oh shit, you were with me my whole life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's really part of this understanding is just that it's all been there. It all is there, you know, and it's, it's really, you know, just using our capacity for discernment, you know, when that starts to wake up, we just see that it's all the same, you know, like I like to say, you know, the absolute, the non-dual, the absolute truth is unspeakable because it's prior to thought, you know, we can only talk about it when we come back from that place, you know, when we're in the deepest of deep meditation, there's no I there. And then the relative truth, the creation of everything is infinite. And they're both the same. And a blessed life is be able to, being able to surf that what the crest of that wave where the two of them are just there and live this life fully and know that, you know, we're this emptiness that, uh, that, uh, that, that, that uh, the source from which everything came. And so true. So true. I love that. I think we're going to wrap it up on, on that <laughs> little little note right there. For everybody that, that is listening, I'm going to put all of KD's links and information to connect with him in the show notes. Check out the events that he has coming up. Um, follow him on his Instagram and just reach out. Have them come tell stories sure. at, your, at your space. <laughs> Do some stuff, right? There's there's this wealth of knowledge. And I feel that um, with the shift from 2020 to now, right, I think there's a lot of knowledge that's sitting out there that kind of is ready to start really coming back out for the world to see. Um, and I feel you're here for that to do that, right? <laughs> to shine this, this light Thank and you. maybe really just Thank to show you. the people out there that, yeah, you can hang out with Krishna. You can hang out, right? With King David, you can hang out with the divine mother, right? Finding what works for you and opening your heart and allowing it without questioning, just kind of being open without the expectations. Let the love in. Thank you so much, Joe, for this opportunity and love to you and 
everybody out there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And for everybody that is listening, have a beautiful day, and I'll be back tomorrow.